Fashion and beauty are serious business. On this podcast, we will hear from amazing creative entrepreneurs. Join us as we explore their unique success stories, learn from experts, and hear about their journeys. Steve Jobs famously said that, the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. So let's get crazy. I'm your host, Ann Zuckerman, and this is the Just Wanted to Ask podcast. Ladies, have you ever had one of those uncomfortable headlight moments? Don't you want to be heard without distraction? Bezzy broad discs are your solution. Go to justwantedtoask.com and look for Bezzy broad discs. Hello, I am very excited. I'm always excited, but I'm very excited today to um, have as my guest, Rosemary Carminati. She is the owner of Healthy Connections and an elite mentorship trainer with several transformational programs. She has had over 30 years in corporate sales and management. Her experience as a professional trainer and yoga teacher allow her to address an individual's complete wellness, emotional, physical, and spiritual mastery. Um, Rosemary has been married for 34 years, has two adult children, and two grandsons. Welcome, Rosemary, to the Just Wanted to Ask podcast, and tell us a little bit more about who you are. Well, thank you, Anne. First of all, thanks for having me on on this beautifully. I don't know where you are, but for me, I think it's 105 with the heat index. I'm not going to complain because I'm not out in Vegas and some of those other areas. I'm in Connecticut. But I, I noticed you introduced me with my name and my title. And I always like to say that we're so much more than our names and our titles. And my identity statement that I have, I tweak all the time because our identity is transforming and mutating and changing as we change in our lives and grow. And so my identity statement that I use today is I'm an inspiring, vibrant mentor and distributor of hope who spreads wisdom. And I celebrate uniqueness, growth, and empowering others to reinvent themselves and to ignite their potential. So much more colorful than saying I'm an elite mentorship trainer, I think. I love that. I love um, the phrase distributor of hope. I think today we all need so much more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I try as as much as possible to be to live my life with gratitude. And hope is certainly part of that. Well, if you think of the way we're living nowadays, first of all, media, uh, some parts of the media you have to say you love just to get A little bit of information is wonderful so that you know what's happening with your neighbors, et cetera, et cetera. But so often the media is there to scare us and to keep us stressed and alarmed. And so when I say distributor of hope, it's because of some of the situations that we deal with every day that I'm seeing it all over the divisiveness, the, 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 loss of hope. 
are the people that I've known for years that spend more time in negativity. And, and I've known them for years and I'm seeing this and, and they're posting it online. And I, I'm saying to myself, this is what gets me out of bed every day. If each one of us just takes a little bit of that and spreads it along, you know, to give people that hope, to, to, to know that we can enjoy our lives and improve our lives every day. So that's why that part is in my identity statement, because it sounds so simple and it is something that I've been accused of my whole life. If you're old enough to remember the term Pollyanna, that was one of my nicknames when I was growing up. So it is what it is, and it's always been ingrained in me. But that's wonderful. So I know that in reading a lot of what you've done, uh, there are basically people have six basic needs. Um, could you elaborate on that? Sure. Now, I know when people think of their basic needs, they probably think of their physical needs, oxygen, water, food, shelter. So those things are very important to us to stay alive. But quite often, people don't think about their psychological basic human needs. Those are the things that are what develops our personality, what helps us make our choices, how we react, the type of stress we have in our lives. And as it says, they are basic needs. And it also helps, I know I found once I started uncovering where I come from, as far as my basic needs, it helped me realize my motivations and also my expectations of other people. So the six basic human needs start with the number one, and these are not in order of importance because for each of us, there's a different importance. Number one is certainty. And you will find that there are a lot of people that live driven by the need for certainty. And in our case, and in human nature in general, certainty is not guaranteed. So I think it was Tony Robbins that said, and I'm going to paraphrase, and I'm going to do that often today. So don't hold me for every word. <laughs> I don't want to get sued. But the, the idea that the most successful people in life are those that are most comfortable with uncertainty. Because certainty, all certainty is, is our expectations of what we want to happen. And I don't know about you, but almost always when I have been completely certain that I was going to get that job or that house, put a down payment on a house or, or that relationship that you've worked so hard that you think you're going to develop and doesn't always work that way. So if we use certainty as our driving force, we're, we're setting ourselves up for a whole lot of stress, anxiety, disappointment, depression. And I know you and I have talked about the six human needs and how they affect people in retirement. Those are the people that I work with the most are folks that are either pre-retirement planning for it or in retirement. And if certainty is one of their needs in retirement, they're really in for a quite a, an awakening because now they're getting out of bed every day and they don't punch that time clock or they don't know exactly how the day is going to be managed, that nine to five. So certainty being one of the human basic needs is wonderful to an extent, but if it's an important part of our needs, it can be 
almost devastating for some people. The second basic need is the exact opposite, uncertainty. I have a little bit of this in me. I could never work in a cubicle. I've always worked out of my car. I have driven all over New England and other parts of the country for my job. And yet there are some people, and I'm related to a few that could never do what I do because again, they, they rely on the certainty. I rely on the uncertainty. Now taking uncertainty to a umpteenth degree are the folks that are the thrill seekers that are always looking for something new. They might not be the most faithful in a relationship, let's put it that way, or in a job. So once we start uncovering, as I said, what are our driving forces, this helps us adapt to life and adapt to the people that are in our lives. Did you have a question on anything I've said so far? No, that was wonderful. Uh, my father lived for certainty. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't, he would make it that way. So it, this is how it is. And this is how you need to be. I, on the other hand, I'm an entrepreneur. And I have, I have tried to fit into the mold, but I can't. Mm -hmm. So uncertainty is more of what I live by. And that was an interesting conversation that I had with my father on a regular basis. And uh, one example is in my intro to this podcast. I quit my job and his reaction was, you quit your job, who's going to hire you? Right. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. Of course, I've overcome that now, but still. Um, it's still ingrained in me. So that's really interesting. The Can you imagine if you spent your whole life expecting, expecting him to see your viewpoint and vice versa, because he's so busy with you have to have certainty. And until you can relate to each other and understand this is where you're coming from, this is where you're coming from, this is where I'm coming from. And we can agree to understand that, that this is our viewpoints. And, you know, and the, the idea also is that as we learn those driving forces underneath our behavior, is that if some of them are causing conflict in our life, awareness is the first thing to, to do in order to change it. And we, I don't know about you, but it, I am not going to stop changing and growing until I'm off the earth, my last breath, because as you start developing and you see, especially if there's a conflict that's un well, no conflict has to be necessary. But if there is a very obvious conflict, and if you start looking at that person's viewpoint saying, oh, that's right, he's the guy that needs the certainty. Why am I expecting him to see my point of view on this? It just makes life so much easier. Now, totally. The, the third human basic needs, now this is a big one, and I find this a lot in our culture. One of the things I've been doing the last few months, Anna, is I've been uh, interviewing pre-retirees and current retirees on some of their issues and stresses in their lives. This next one is huge for, I want to say, a lot of the male population in our, in our culture, but also a lot of retirees. And that is the basic need for significance. Now, significance is in short term, just saying different than someone else. But 
in a lot of people's minds, significance is different, but better. Um, it's the title that they've gotten used to, that they're above. And all of a sudden, again, the folks that I work with in retirement, their significance is gone. They have forgotten that through their whole life, they've been significant as a father, as a husband, as a son, as a brother, as a member of the church community, whatever it is in their lives. But if they have spent most of their life with that idea of my significance comes from my title and the authority that I possess when I walk into that building, they're not prepared when they, when they come into retirement. So once again, yet another issue, if we start looking at it ahead of time and preparing, we can lessen the blow and maybe even get rid of some of that stress that either a life change or retirement can bring upon if that significance is such an important thing for you. Another basic need to me, number one, love. I don't think, I don't think I've ever met anybody that could say, if they were being truthfully honest with themselves, that they don't have a need for love. A love from their pets, a love from their spouse, a love from their children, a love from mankind. And too often we forget that the fact that the number one person we should love the most is ourselves. And I run into it all the time, people looking for love and the, not, not the cliche in all the wrong places, okay? It's not lo looking for Mr. Goodbar, but they're looking for the need for love. They, they, they're looking for fulfillment in someone else, giving them love. Well, you can't, you can't get love from me. You have to be full of the love first. It comes from an overflow. And if you're searching and searching to fill that void for love in your life, it's not going to happen. If you don't already love yourself, and easy to say, how many of us have grown up in an environment, I mean, in my generation, I think there was more negativity than, than positivity. And the, um, the beliefs that you have as a child and the idea of unconditional love that starts to change as you get older and you don't behave a certain way. And you don't conform to what society wants you to do. And then all of a sudden you start putting on these limiting beliefs or the blocks of, the, of your value. You don't think you're as valuable as you are. So what I do with some of my programs is work through some of those things. And again, that comes to go back to retirement. That the idea of, I know a few people that they found their love at their job. They've mixed up the significance with love. And now all of a sudden I'm unworthy because I don't have people, you know, saying good job, or I don't have someone telling me that you're an authority. We have to learn to love ourselves and it's not easy work. If, if you've grown up in a negative self image, it can be very challenging. For sure. Um, yeah. And in retirement, you have a whole bunch of people who wake up the day after they've retired and say, what do I do? Or there yeah. are people who have left the military. What do I do? To, it, the alarm clock goes off in the morning. You're used to a routine. Now there's no routine. 
And so you have to create a totally different environment and um, purpose for every well, day. And, and that's where I work with people in retirement specifically that where I say, you know, we prepare for finance, financial retirement. We say we want to make sure that we don't outlive our savings. And we repair maybe sometimes for the enjoyment part, the travel and the RV or the, you know, the home down in Florida, et cetera, et cetera. But we don't think about those emotional needs. And if we were to do that ahead of time and and fill those needs ahead of time, well, first of all, every day could be a heck of a lot easier and less stressful and a lot more peaceful. But I mean, Again, I truly believe that love is the number one factor that love, love draws people into resentment, rejection. I mean, there are so many emotions that come into play that all uh, center around feeling of love, feeling of unlove, and then the list could go on and on. I mean, you and I could talk for hours on, on each one of these tiny little subjects. I'm going to go on to the next basic need, and then we can come back to some of those other things that touch, that come into that, just so I stay on the train today, because I have a tendency, because I get so <laughs> passionate about what I'm talking about, that then we'll get to the end, and someone will say, she didn't cover all the other basic needs. Wait a minute. Okay, so we've talked about certainty, uncertainty, significance, love. Two that some folks don't think about, and I kind of tie into each other, are growth and contribution. I know from a young age, these have been extremely important to me. There are people that don't feel that need for the growth. Again, I think part of that is my uncertainty um, drive, but it's also because I love to learn. I love experiencing new things, new challenges. And to me, growth is way up there. It's love, growth, and contribution are my top three. And when I don't feel like I'm growing, and there have been times in my life where I was very stagnant, and I didn't feel like myself, and I was searching for something, some purpose, and I felt lost. So again, in retirement, what happens? In a job, you're always growing. Most positions have some type of new challenges, be it even if a factory worker that's on a line, there's going to be changes in the technology. So you're always growing. You have a new boss, so now we have to grow with his procedures and policies and so on. When you retire and you come home, unless you're searching for it, it can get very challenging and without growth, what happens? Stagnation, atrophy, death, gloom. Oh, I just brought the gloom into the topic, but it's true. I know too many people my age, I'll be 61 next month, and I know people my age and younger that are all already have at least their little toe in the door of, okay, we're going towards the end of life. I got a lot more living to do. You do, and I know a lot of the people that I hang around with do, but I feel so, um, I get frustrated when I see folks that are in that position where they're closing the doors instead of opening. 
open new ones. I have a friend that worked for years and years in a high level executive position. And when he retired, he learned some of these things and he substituted. And the weekly and the daily routine became something else. And he now runs a whole charitable organization in the state of Connecticut. He runs one leg of this national chapter. And he's busier than busy. He's certain about a lot of his schedule because it's the same type of thing. He's uncertain about a lot of the things because it's always changing. He's got significance, not so much in himself, but significance of others. He's raising the significance of others, which is now giving him that significance. It's not a title. It's now, I need to get out of bed and I'm important to these people. I'm changing these little people's lives. He's got thousands and thousands of foster children he helps. So the significance now is very filled. He's, he's getting full and full. And the love, well, the love and gratitude, he's got abundantly. So the growth he's got, as I have with what I'm doing, I'm constantly changing and learning, doing podcasts. This was not in my, it was not even in my thought process two months ago. I happened to meet somebody in a meeting. I said, no, haven't tried that one yet. Never too old to learn something new. And the contribution. I know you feel the same way I do. Contribution. Okay, it's the heat. I'll blame it on the heat. Um, Contribution. Without that... I don't feel like a productive person. My purpose, besides being an amazing mother, grandmother, all that, well, that's contributing. That's contributing to their character. That's contributing to the future of our world. So all of that to me is contribution. Plus, I do a whole heck of a lot of charity work. And that is one of the best parts of my life now is that in this stage where every, where those folks that say, oh, I've got a half a foot or a pinky toe in the grave, I'm saying now I have more time for even more of that stuff that has always been so important to me. So those are the six basic needs. And when we figure out where we come from, we can then identify some of the things that bother us, okay, that's where that comes from. All right, well, let me take a look at it in a different way. And then also our relationships improve tremendously. And we know how other people are feeling and, and not expect them to feel like we do. Yeah, it's wonderful. I, um, when you were talking about um, accepting people who may not be in the same wavelength that you are, like what I said about my father, I spent time in therapy learning how not to have expectations Mm -hmm. from people who were incapable of fulfilling those expectations. So that is so meaningful. And then it opens up so much more in your life because you're not strapped to a belief Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's really beautiful and impactful. Um, and now- also with that, with your father, it, it, it's another expectation that we have to understand of other people is 
we're all at different levels of consciousness. Okay? Some folks are driven more with the, I know I've said it to you before, so I'll say it now, goop. Now what goop is? The good opinion of other people. They're driven by the fear of what other people think of them because they don't have a strong self-identity. They don't have a strong self-worth and self-love. And when we realize that about another person, again, thinking of how, how have I put it in the past to imagine that an eight year old child is going to have the same type of emotional character and emotional maturity of a 12 year old. And it's not to put down the eight year olds. We're all in different levels of, of consciousness in our lives because of experiences, because of how we worked on things, therapy, programs, or uh, <laughs> your upbringing. Um, and to expect that someone is going to understand that. I mean, I have people in my life that I know the number one thing that they do before they take any action is what are other, gonna, other people going to think? So when I talk to them and I understand that about them, I'm not going to be judgmental about it. They're, that's where they are right now. Hopefully, I'll be the example and the invitation of how to live an easier life and not be so worried about what other people think. Because what's the old saying? If you ever knew how little other people think of you, they're thinking about what you're thinking about them. So true. So um, you offer a six month program. Tell yes. us about how it's broken down and why six months? Well, first of all, six months is key. It is, a, I want to say, the sweet spot for transformation. In my 30-something years, I, I, I go back to as far as taking a course with Zig Ziglar live. So I've done all, oh gosh, not all, but a gamut of self mastery and how to work better, how to control time management and on and on and on and on. And the most were probably weekend workshops. They work wonderfully. you got all your, your notes, you wrote everything down, such great ideas, and you practice them for two weeks, maybe three. And then the old habits and the old limitations and the negative self-talk all starts coming back. Just like that, what people used to say, New Year's resolution in the weight loss and diet and exercise industry. As a personal trainer, I used to see it every year. I used to say it was should be a New Year intention, and it should be incremental and don't expect it to happen overnight and celebrate every tiny little success. But what happens with those two-day, one-week courses, again, we get back into the habit. So this six-month course... It's one of a few I have, but this one is for life-changing transformation. It's sustainable. What happens is as you're taking the course, you start to see some positive confirmations throughout your daily life. That's one of the aspects. But the course, the program itself is 14 different modules. We meet once a week. We have a community call with other folks that are also doing the modules at the same time. We all start at the same time. We do community calls. So these folks now become our peer group. We discuss 
and we hear stories that we can relate to or we can't relate to. And that gives us more gratitude for the things that we have in our lives. It, you know, someone else's pain can also make us feel like, wow, now I have to go kiss my husband because oh, I never realized how wonderful he is. I mean, it's, it's funny, but it's true. We're human beings. And so what we learn in that peer group is not only we dissect and discuss, but we also hear other people's viewpoints on it. So it's wonderful. And then the alternative week is a Q&A where People submit their questions to me and I answer them. So the question that you might not have known you had, you're going to hear in that second week. And then we move on to module two and so on. And in the process, you're also assigned a buddy. My accountability partner is a good friend of mine now. After six months together, we just came back from, we went to Tenerife, Spain for some additional training together. And I know her as well as I know my sister. Because we've experienced, when you do these deep dives in some of these programs, when you're looking at your core values, reinventing those values, are you still living up to them? Have they changed? Did you forget about them? There's, there are modules on concentration and focus. There's modules on ruling your reality. And we get into quantum theory way over some of, some of, some of the topics. I am the first one to say, I'm glad I don't know all the answers because I don't think anyone has the answers yet, but we're getting closer. And the answers they gave us in the textbooks when I was growing up, okay, <laughs> we can put a hole through most of those. We truly can rule our reality and how we react to it. So we have the modules, we have the community calls, we have the question and answers, and you have your buddy. And you, once you are a member of my elite mentorship group, you're a member for life. So this program that I have has been running for about 10 years. And the previous classes that took them with other trainers still stay in contact. And we still Zoom weekly. And we're, we're now, we like to say we're raising global consciousness in each little corner of our worlds. And we get together regularly for as long as we want to. The rest of our lives, we have this community which is amazing. I met 75 of them when I went to Tenerife. That's the six month program. That sounds great. Um, and when do people enter the program? Are they all retired? Are they in re still working? Well, when I say that I work with retirees and pre-retirees, that's the bulk of the folks that I would deal with. But I also have People that are in the middle of a, a, a huge career, but they're unfulfilled. So it's, it, it, they're looking for something. And, and it's, not, it's not that they're so unhappy. I, I have a friend that I had a long conversation with last week, and she said, I have a good life, but I still feel empty. And I hear that from a lot of people. There's still an emptiness. They're not quite sure what it is. And quite often we uncover it when we start talking about their identity and maybe their self-sabotage or their procrastination or their values that they're not living by truly deeply, they don't feel authentic. It's probably also true that within this environment, they find community as well. And 
in this in these day, the, these days it's very difficult to find community uh, people used to be part of a, a a faith group or this group or that group and today and it was even true before covid so many of us live our lives in a virtual world that mm-hmm. we've lost touch with other people. Yeah, the connections. Well, it's connections. And and with like-minded folks that are looking for, they're looking to, it's again, cliche, make the world a better place. And if it starts with just you, I have a ring I wear every day, the Gandhi saying, be the change you wish to see in the world. And I want to say the, the folks that are in my programs that's what we're doing. We want to we want to improve ourselves and reinvent ourselves, but we also want to see the ripple effect. It's cascading. I not only am, if I'm becoming a better person and a happier, more fulfilled person, I'm a, a much better wife. My grandchildren are are, are growing up in a dip, different atmosphere. It just you know, as I said, it just cascades. It it ripples down, and if we all just do a little of that, but it starts with us. And if we don't have, again, it comes back to the self-love and your identity and your authenticity. I did with my accountability putty, when putty, buddy, <laughs> wasn't he on Seinfeld? Anyway, my accountability buddy and I, when we did our values, we spent a few hours on it because we had to narrow down our top 12 values out of hundreds you could go through and then narrow it, narrow it, narrow it. When I got to my top four, I had tears of joy. And she said, why are you crying? And I said, I'm living in alignment with my values. That's why I feel at peace every day. So my my training that I've gone through with this wasn't monumental changes in my life. It was affirmation of all the work I've been doing over the last decade and to see that confirmation, it was just, you know, it was the icing on the cake. I know I've been feeling good for a long time, and I know my friends and family have been saying, okay, what are you up to? But to see it in black and white and say, there's nothing there that I want to change. I want to grow, expand, but I don't want to shift anything. That's, it's wonderful. That sounds great. So where can people find out more about the program? You can find me on LinkedIn, my name, Facebook. Both of those have my Calendly um, Calendly link because I have open, I like to call them virtual coffee connections because what I like to do with my programs, I have the six month, I have a five day, I have a seven hour, depending on where you are in your life. There might be people that don't want to do a deep dive. Maybe they just want to put their toe in the water and, and that's wonderful. You, we can just touch on one or two subjects, one subject. So my Calendly link is on Facebook and LinkedIn. I also have my website. It's Rosemary's, so R-O-S-E-M-A-R-Y-S-H-C.com. So it stands for Rosemary's Health and Connection.com, Rosemary's HC.com. Wonderful. Uh, so that information will definitely be in the show notes. Uh, so anybody who's listening will be able to find you. Uh, and I was, it's great that you have shorter programs. I'm definitely going to have to uh, check those out as well. 
So what is one of the most impactful pieces of advice that you've received, which has contributed to your success? Well, there's two little sayings that I say to myself every day. First of all, I have affirmations and I do believe in meditation and visualization and meditation does not have to be a half hour in a dark room with a mantra. It can be a walking meditation. It is being present in the moment. To me, you can eat. If you're eating your food every day, you can meditate, pay attention to the taste, the sound, the smell. So one of my sayings is, can never run out of now. We're on this hamster wheel. Gotta, 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 gotta. We're not happy until our outer world fits our expectations. We gotta work on our inner world. And also the other saying I say, today is my favorite day and I'm gonna squeeze every drop of life out of it. I enjoy every day, even on the worst days, we all have things that happen but I'm going to find the life and the joy out of every day and the people that I meet, I'm going to relish and enjoy meeting. That's wonderful. And you spread hope. How great. Well, I thank you so very much for joining me today. As I mentioned before, um, all of your information and contact information will be in the show notes. So for everyone listening, please check out the show notes. Rosemary, it was great speaking with you. Wonderful to talk to you, Anne. It's just, as I said, we could talk for hours. Oh, totally. I've got so many <laughs> questions. We I've didn't got, even ha- we didn't hit on all the subjects we wanted to discuss. I've got so much that I need to review. And um, I have to rethink uh, my perception of a lot of what's happening in my life. Because I think that there are different ways to see a lot. And you've certainly opened my eyes to that again today. I've done my job. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so very much. Thanks for joining us. Please follow us, submit a rating and review, and share us with your friends. This helps our message reach more listeners. For more information about my products, visit justwantedtoask.com. Thank you.